Welcome to another segment of the Agricultural Market Viewpoint. This is a podcast where we reflect on various themes influencing the agricultural economy here at home in South Africa and beyond our borders. Folks, this week I want to build on the theme I recently discussed about the importance of the month of April in South Africa's agriculture. In that segment, we pointed out that in April, winter crop planting typically begins in the Western Cape province of South Africa, while in the northern regions, we would see summer crop uh, producers starting with their harvest activity, mainly in the eastern regions of the country. That's your Mpumalanga, Eastern Free State, which is usually the early planted regions. But I want to build on the story of the winter crops. Because right now we are deep in the season. If one drives across the Western Cape, you will see various patches of brown fields where farmers are preparing their land. And in the Northern Cape, it's the same story. And in a couple of weeks, if you're driving across the Free State and all the way in Limpopo, farmers will be busy preparing the soil for their winter crop planting. By winter crop uh, here, folks, I'm referring to wheat, barley, canola, and oats. But importantly, we also received the intentions to plant data for these crops where the Crop Estimates Committee, which is the government uh, representatives together with some of the private sector role players, sent out these surveys to farmers and asked them about how much area they intend to plant for each of the crops. Now, before the data came through and we were all able to see it, there was a bit of a sentiment or there were some fears in the industry that the winter crop planting this time around could be somewhat lower than last year. And part of that is because some people were looking at the commodity prices, for example, wheat price in South Africa at the end of April, it traded around 6,600 rand per ton. That's a rough figure. And that is down 10% on a year-on-year basis. And people were looking at that and saying, look, if wood prices have come down uh, to these levels, maybe there wouldn't be as much an incentive to plant as it was last year because farmers were looking at those attractive prices following the invasion of Ukraine by Russia and thinking we need to be planting more wheat to service our market um, and to an extent even some of the regional markets. And of course, uh, since uh, some time towards the end of last year, there's been what we call the Black Sea Grain Deal, which was brokered before, between the United Nations representative, Turkish government, Russia and Ukraine to allow the movement of grain out of the Black Sea region. And those exports that have been coming out of Ukraine and to an extent out of Russia have led to a moderation in prices globally and on a domestic side, hence the 10% decline in prices if you were to looking at the end of April compared to April 2022. Now, this was viewed as a bit of a decent incentive for farmers to plant. But of course, when the data came out, it painted a different story, which is that the farmers were still eager and looking at this and saying, look, we are going to plant more area. Uh, and the numbers are looking fairly like this, for example. If you were to look at wheat, uh, South African farmers intend to plant around 542,000 hectares of wheat. Now, you take that number and you compare it with what was planted in the previous season, which is the 2022-23 production season. It is down 4%. But the important thing is that 
Last year, again, as I said, there was a lot of incentive to plant because of those higher prices and people rushed to the field. But I think the important uh, thing, or perhaps maybe the better way of viewing this is taking at that number, looking at a five-year average and say, where are these planting compared to the five-year average? And if you look at from that lens, our wheat plantings are up 3% from a five-year average uh, area planted in South Africa. That's the intention. That's what farmers say they, they will plant. Now, if you were to take that 542,000 hectares and you multiply it with the average yield when we've had relatively good weather conditions in South Africa, the average yield of wheat in South Africa, it's around 3.75 tons per hectare. You take that, you multiply with 542,000 hectares, you get a crop of just around about 2 million tons uh, of that. Now, with a crop of about 2 million tons, that's roughly the same crop as what South Africa harvested in 2022-23 production season. In essence, saying that we are looking at a reasonably good winter crop season, assuming, of course, that farmers do plant what they intended to plant and the weather conditions remain uh, favorable. And I'm hopeful on the weather conditions. Yes, we are looking at a possibility of an El Nino, uh, which will intensify around about October and bring uh, below normal rainfall in the summer crop areas for the 2023-24 season. But for the winter crops, we're still seeing South African Weather Service saying there will be reasonably good weather rainfall and weather conditions will be favorable. And that should allow us to have a reasonably good winter crop especially that farmers are also able to apply the inputs like fertilizer, agrochemicals, because those prices, they are down on average now by roughly 20% or so on a year-on-year basis. But of course, it differs product by product, um, and they would have been down even by more than that, because globally, if you look at the U.S. dollar terms, some of these products' prices are down in as high by a number as high as 50%. 45%. That's how some of the prices like ammonia, urea are down in the global market. But of course, because of the weaker rand, if you put this in rand's perspective, some are down by 15%, 20%, depending on the product. But the point is that the lower input costs are somewhat compensating even for that decline in the wheat prices, which I mentioned earlier, which is about down 10% on a year-on-year basis. And fertilizer is an important component of grain production in South Africa. Because fertilizer costs alone, they make up roughly 30% of the, the, the input costs. And of course, if you think about agrochemicals now, that's your pesticides, herbicides, that makes up about 13% of your input costs. And, and fuel is about 11%. So these are big components if all of them are coming down compared to levels we saw last year. So this is a positive on an input cost perspective for grain farmers which then somewhat compensate for that decline in a selling price of a commodity that I was mentioning. And if then this is coupled by favorable rainfalls, um, then this could lead to better crop and better farming conditions for farmers. And this story does not end only with wheat. Because if one looks, say, uh, on area planted uh, uh, for barley, uh, South African farmers plan to plant about 109,000 hectares for barley 
that is up 8% on a year-on-year basis, but of course, it's still way below the five-year average because barley planting has shrunk over the past two years or so. But the point is, it's a recovery from last year. You go with that logic of taking these hectares, 109,000 hectares, you multiply it with the average yield um, on a barley, you end up with a decent crop. Because, of course, the average five-year average yield uh, for barley in South Africa, it's around uh, 3.3 tons per hectare. Multiply that, you lead up with a crop that is just north of 360,000 tons. That will be a good crop, and it will be up 19% from the previous season. Canola plantings are also expected to be up 3% on a year-on-year basis to a record area of 127,000 hectares. Now, if you apply the same logic of taking this 127,000 hectares, you multiply it with the average yield of 1.7 tons per hectare on canola, you end up with a fairly good crop of just north of 200,000 um, tons of canola, which would be a good crop up 4% from a previous year. So all in all, we are looking at a reasonably good uh, winter crop season. But of course, it's too early for me to be uh, caught up in these numbers and be firm in saying these are the estimates that we'll be getting because the area planting, it's still now the intentions, but we'll have a view on a preliminary area planted on the 26th of July, when the Crop Estimate Committee releases that, those numbers, they would have looked on what's planted across the country and come up with a firm view and release those numbers. In as far as the production uh, uh, harvest, the Crop Estimate Committee will release the first actual production data on the 29th uh, of August. So it's the 26th of July for preliminary planting and then 29th of August for their actual first uh, production estimate. So those are the dates to keep in mind to say in July, let's look on the 26th, how much has really been planted compared to these numbers that we're talking about. Then a month later to say 29th of August, uh, how much are we getting um, on a crop? And here, the weather condition story uh, will be important in sort of uh, seeing if we're able to meet uh, these uh, production estimates that I was putting out uh, based on the data we have, as well as the favorable weather outlook um, that one is hoping for, and also hearing the South African Weather Service saying. So overall, I think the intentions to plant data and the favorable weather conditions suggest that South Africa could have a decent winter crop harvest. But the next few months are crucial in assessing this optimistic view hold. Um, and then we will be coming back, of course, with the, with an update on where things are in the coming months on this. Thanks for listening, folks. Uh, my name is Wandile Sihlobo. I am an agricultural economist based in Pretoria. You can read some of the things that I write in my blog, which is www.wandilesihlobo.com. I'll put the link in the description of this podcast or the reports of the organization that I work for, which is the Agricultural Business Chamber of South Africa, www.agbiz.co.za. You can check them out um, online. Thanks for listening.